0: Thank <laughs> Can I have a word?
1: And you are Harry.
0: And you are Phil.
1: And together we are Harry Harry and Phil, Phil. and we do this here podcast where we have a random word given to us by a random word generator, and it prompts a conversation that could be about anywhere, anything. Oh, messed it up. Could be about anything and could go anywhere. I we almost did a completely perfect, but I messed up. We've gotten
0: better at this, and you messed it up.
1: (sighs) every time anyway right so without any further ado you can press the button and see what random word we get you today.
0: didn't say it lasts about half an hour oh it lasts about half an hour folks which it doesn't <laughs>
1: <Boop>. uh kill <laughs> What a word!
0: Okay, I'm gonna escape now. If
1: everybody's okay with that. <laughs> okay, so. I'm a
0: little bit teeny tiny teensy scared. All
1: right, so let's let's. The, the, we, I know where this episode is gonna go. Is there anybody you want to kill?
0: Ooh, ooh, that's a good question.
1: Um, can we get anybody in history or now or in the future? If that's if you know anybody in the future who doesn't exist yet.
0: Okay, I. It's not my say. My brain wants to say, <laughs> I don't have the power to kill anyone.
1: Which well, is say power, I mean, everybody has uh, power. No, I mean, don't, don't just know. get what a big baseball bat. I, or what,
0: what I mean is, well, first of all, I don't think I could. No, neither. I don't think I could either. But what I mean is, really, I don't think it's my place to say who has a right to, to die or not.
1: I completely agree.
0: And so I, I, I I mean, obviously people would go, Hitler, you can go anywhere, you can go like, I don't know, uh, uh, pedophiles, let's kill all pedophiles, or let's kill all rapists, or let's kill all wife beaters, or husband beaters, or partner beaters in general, or child beaters, you know, you you can want to kill a shed load of, uh, people, but, (sighs) Is it your place to judge that? Because, I mean, it's still a thing in certain countries. It is. You America kill, has it. Yeah, America, but not only. No. Um, but you, you can still have a death penalty where you can get killed for having done something very, 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 very wrong.
1: I mean, you, you French still had the guillotine into the 19, late 1970s.
0: Uh, yeah, quite. Um, but, yeah. And... Um, I
1: mean, I was alive. I was a little boy. And the French... Had a thing that could chop somebody's head off in public. I mean, that's just. Darling,
0: I, you were alive when the UK were castrating homosexuals. Do you want to go that way? Do they do that? Do we want to point fingers? Uh, did they did that in the 70s. Alan Doring
1: was in the 1940s. No. Yeah. 50s? But even
0: later, it's only very late that they stopped doing that, that homosexuality and all that stuff was still like I, a I, very big no no.
1: Yes, I, I, yeah, there's a big say, I mean, right, let's not go into that just yet, but.
0: Yeah, you want to point fingers, I'll point
1: fingers. No, 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 I would, when we're talking about death penalties, I'm just saying, I don't think, I mean, we, we didn't do anything like that. We we stopped the death penalty in the 1960s, 50s. Oh. I don't know, I need to look that one up. But we certainly haven't we done. Don't think he is. Um, I mean, whereas America still got it. Yeah. Um, and I'm. But, but anyway.
0: Yeah, what I'm trying to say is I don't think it's my place to know who has a right to die or not. It, or, or anyone's place to know who has a right to die or not, as humans. But, um, yeah, I think. And also, it's too easy, in a way. Go on. As in, if you have someone that um, uh, kills someone or whatever, or rapes someone, if you kill that person, that person will never learn that what they've done is very wrong. So or he... maybe they know it, but they did it like out of repulsion or something. It doesn't excuse anything. But what I mean is, that person will never have the time to repent in some sort of way you know what i mean like to think about what they've done and to to be told how to be a better person maybe that person could have become someone very very good in their life and help maybe victims of people that have uh uh, you know that are on the other side as in if it's like a rapist maybe if they're taught well and they repent and everything they can i don't know if it has a religious connotation, repenting. But what I mean is, if if you don't think about what you've done and you don't learn better, you know, maybe that person could have been a massive helper in the victim of rape community. Who knows?
1: What, I guess, countries, or indeed anybody who uh, ha- endorses the death penalty, I think the issue there is one of forgiveness. Yeah. Because if you endorse somebody dying it's because you think well no they they're being alive they can never do any good because i will never forgive them for what they've done in the past and yes i'm not saying people should be you know i i think forgiveness is really important to 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 have because we shouldn't judge people by the actions that they've done a long time ago people change and grow Now, I'm not saying everybody will change and grow at the same time, and if you give somebody X number of years in a prison, they will definitely be better by the No, 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 no. But I'm just thinking, as an individual, we should have the opportunity, like you say, to improve ourselves and to learn and to give back and to make, not amends, because you can never make amends to the individuals that you've hurt, but you can make life better for the whole of community that's, you know, for the, for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about saying to somebody who's, a, you know, the the, the the parents of a victim or what have you, okay, I have, you know, here's a bunch of money, here's a but whatever, th- it will make up for your loss. Of course it will never do that. No. This isn't about that, because everybody knows you can't give, you cannot bring somebody back from the dead if you've killed them. But then in killing them, you've... Wipes out any opportunity they could ever have of ever doing anything to make the world a better place mm. and
0: and also it doesn't fix anything whereas if you, I, I i mean i never had to uh live through such horrible no, no, things no. but what i mean is as a family of a victim of someone that died or has been very badly treated I think that if I saw the person that's done that horrible thing to someone of my family or myself become a better person and become someone that helps and and or or even helped people that have those kind of pulsions pulsions like yeah. impulse Impul- sorry yeah. impulse sorry in French is pulsion but, but impulses uh uh, you know like a anonymous group of alcoholics kind of thing a bit like the same but for other people i don't know if it exists but it must but whatever if if those people try to help just like um well uh, it happens that um used to be drug addicts go to those groups to go yeah. well you can do it, because I've done it. And it's it really hard. And you might have done something really, really wrong because you have been on drugs and so you killed someone because you were driving and being on drugs or drunk or whatever. But if you don't teach those people that it can get better and you can help people so they don't do the same thing as you've done, yeah, I mean, it's way better than just, well, we're just going to kill them that way, but problem
1: then is, is it is, is it's if, very
0: dismissive
1: yeah i think as if you think you can solve the problem by wiping out the individual but it doesn't make the world a better place no. necessarily but i mean all it does is stop that one person and i think you can stop that one person um in other ways yeah. from from killing people there yeah. i say it there are other methods Um, I think the other issue, I think the other thing is that people want vengeance. And vengeance has no place in the rule of law. No. We should not be... uh, Because you're
0: no better than the first person in the first place. It is,
1: eye for an eye is not a way of running... You kill
0: someone, so we're going to kill you. And also, it just teaches people in general, the world, that killing someone for, quote-unquote, the right reason is okay... But, because if justice can kill people because they've been bad, why can I not call, kill people that's been bad to me? Yeah, exactly. Because I assume, because I judge that they have been bad, why can I not go and kill them? Exactly. Well, no, you can't do that, because we'll just end up killing each other, but the entire world will end up killing each other.
1: Exactly, it endorses the, the idea that there are reasons to kill somebody. Like, uh, that, there is an acceptable... You know, in these circumstances, death of that individual is acceptable. And
0: I think they are.
1: Are there, though? Are there ever... Exci- this is the thing. I don't think there's ever... Unless... I don't know. I'm trying to think of any excuses. And, unless it's an, a, a, an immediate danger, as in... And even then, I think you could probably... Say, like, somebody's strapped to a bomb and it's about to go off.
0: And yes. the only
1: way... And I literally mean the only way to stop them from setting it off would be to kill them, I would say it's probably your best shot. But I would say that it is, that's the only thing I can think of. And it it shouldn't be your first
0: option. No, 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 no. It should never be your first option. And I what think, I mean yeah. is, you know like in Switzerland, you have people that are very sick that can go to die there?
1: You're talking about, yeah, yeah, euthanasia. I
0: think that's one of the, uh, uh, the reasons that you might say that it's okay to kill someone because if someone's life is nothing but being dependent on others and being in pain and not being able to do anything and you know because there are those people that are literally strapped to a chair that can't talk that can't move that can't communicate that can't do anything i can understand that if it's too hard on someone and literally their entire life is nothing but pain and for the family, it's really hard too. All the people that help that person, right. it's really hard. Really. Okay,
1: so I've got issues with a couple of bits on there. So, one...
0: It's a complicated subject. It is a complicated
1: subject, that is a biggie. So, one, you're talking about quality of life. Mm. And that is something I think the only person who can decide on the quality of life is the person. Yeah. you can't. Well, I'm not
0: saying, let's kill that person because they're miserable. No, no, no. I'm saying if that person cannot deal with that amount of quality of life yeah i'm not i'm not saying suicide is a good thing no not at all but what i'm saying is there are some contexts of quality of life that i can understand why would one would would want to stop it
1: what you're talking about is irreversible i don't know brain damage that will never ever get better and they will never be able to function on any yeah. reasonable level. And But I think even that, uh, an individual should have a will of some sort, a document that says, if I am in these circumstances, then please switch me off. But it, is, it shouldn't be up for anybody else to make that decision. No. And we sh- I mean, this is quite a, mor- a morbid subject, but we don't talk... In society, about our own about those things. About yeah. those things, it's it's always been an all t- taboo subject, Mm-mm. and so many arguments in families can be about how is it that that person would want to have been buried? How many, you know, what, yeah, what yeah, yeah. all that stuff? We don't talk about it in society, no. and I think we should because we should. It, 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 that. But it's important
0: because mm. it's it's such a burden for the family yeah. of people that lose people, or that have people like strapped to a machine, and the doctors are like. They're never ever going to wake up. So the only thing that makes them alive is a machine. So what do you do? Do you accept the fact that you're going to consciously say I'm going to switch off that machine and that person is going to die. But that person is already kind of dead already. It, it's a very difficult subject. And uh, but I, I'm, th- I'm just thinking my grandma, she used to be a cleaner for uh, uh, people, not for like enterprises, but for people. And she used to take care of that um, uh, woman that uh, had a, uh, an injury, an accident of some sort. I don't know everything, but what I, I knew that she was she was trapped to her uh, her chair. She couldn't really talk. Very she couldn't really talk. She couldn't do anything on her own. She couldn't stand up or move around, and she could just like she she could barely write and whenever and my grandma she was i mean she's a bit of a sponge for like emotions kind of thing like you won't know it because she's a kind of like feisty spanish person that will shout a lot to express any kind of expression (laughs) of emotion i'm I'm laughing because i know i know her but i mean she's been brought up that way it's another Mm. generation but anyway she's not like that anymore she's more I've taught her how to give a hug. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and so she would, be, she would be so sad for that woman because she, she didn't look like she was finding a way to see the positive in her condition, which is horrid. I mean, it's, it's a horrible place to be. Some people can live with it quite nicely because they have a loving family around them and stuff like that, and they find the positive and stuff. But she wasn't. She was desperately helpless, and she just wanted to die because she was not in a good place. She could see her her uh, children be worried that all time, being tired of taking care of her all the time because it is tiring. Yeah it, well, yeah, it takes a lot of effort to, you know, wash a person every day, make them eat. Uh, you know um and just see them suffer, not being able to do anything, not being able to communicate. And she would often ask them to to stop everything because she couldn't just she couldn't deal with it anymore. And and she would try as much as possible to throw herself off of like whenever she would be moved around, she would try to throw herself off of a chair to try to fall in a certain way that would maybe hopefully kill her. Oh, that's awful. It's awful. And the children were horribly, um, how do you say? Egoi- ego- egoistical? No, egoistical. But ju- de- they were thinking about nothing but themselves and that it was hurting them to think about well, their mom passing, obviously. Because it's horrible. You don't want your mom to die. It's horrid. But she was in such a pain and she was begging them to stop it. Cause she couldn't take it anymore. And they were like, no. We're going to keep her alive. Because we want her around us. But do you do you want to... It's not your place to choose. You're not the person strapped to a chair. That can't do anything. That can't communicate. That can't give you a hug. That can't do anything. It's just a horrible way of living. And she was trapped in that body. And she she was completely conscious of everything. She didn't even have any brain damage. But her entire body wouldn't work at all. And it's in a way very humiliating but also it's just it's a way of life that is really hard when but you think about it
1: is, is that, I mean I, I don't know obviously the details of this but was she ever going to get better, was that a, No Is see now that's a tricky one, and was she not able to communicate at all?
0: she could write but very, it was very hard to, for her to write it was just like very struggling of like the min, minimum of like a like, you can write a word or two and then she would be exhausted because it would tell, take her a, a, a stupid amount of brain and will to want to write.
1: So I'm, I'm just... but You could
0: just see that my grandmother, I never saw that woman, but my grandmother would keep on telling me, you could see the despair and the begging in that woman's eyes. It, it's just, it's horrible. It
1: is very horrible. I'm was, sorry,
0: listeners. It's not a nice subject. No,
1: no, no, no. I knew it was going to go fairly heavy fairly quickly. Um, I, I was just thinking, I'm, mental health is really, we've covered mental health on the show multiple times. Yeah. And I do think it's really important that people get mental health support and that if you are feeling suicidal or, you know, whatever your circumstances are, get the help first and because it's entirely possible and obviously in these circumstances i don't know your yeah. mother's mental health state but it is entirely possible that you may really really feel that you know ending your own life is the only option but it's, it's never a, the only it option it is never the only option and it is entirely possible though that those thoughts and feelings are caused by chemical imbalances or just the wrong perspective, or you know, just because
0: just you're depressed, exactly. You're 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 because it's a disease, really, depression. What? It's not, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's, it's your brain not being healthy, it's yeah. your, your brain is sick, and your brain is telling you that your brain is always gonna be sick. I mean, when you're sick, you know, when you're actually sick. You're thinking, oh my god, I've never felt that worse in my life, yeah. and I'm never going to be able to eat anything ever in my life again because I am just going to be sick for my entire life. Yeah. I'm so, dying there.
1: So it's you know? catastrophizing. It's
0: catastrophizing. But you you know, or when you have a hangover or whatever, I haven't had a lot of hangovers because I can't drink, but you know, you just think, oh, I'm going to fill that rubbish my entire life. Yeah. It's done. So <laughs> it's, it's not true. But your brain is, is very good at persuading itself of stuff. You know, it persuades itself that you're, uh, that the spider is going to bite you and you're going to die, you know? Or that spider is, is, is going to, oh, it's a big monster. You know, it's not. The spider, is, I mean, I shrieked the other day because there was a spider on the door and I couldn't open the door, okay? But what I mean is your brain is very good at persuading itself Of stuff and it's not true yeah and so it's very good at persuading itself that it's hopeless it's helpless you'll never get out of this so end it because no one can help you it's not true your brain is I want to curse so much I I shouldn't curse but what it is is not a nice person (laughs) your brain Will want to make you suffer in those instances because your brain is, is already suffering. So it's just like there's no point. There is no point. But there is. Yeah. You can go you can get through this. It might take you years. It might take your entire life. But it gets better yeah. it always gets better there is will, there will always be a little light at the end of the tunnel and i'm not talking about death okay <laughs> i'm talking about there is always it might take you 10 20 30 years to get out of it but when you get out of it it's so worth it it's so worth it
1: can i just point out this isn't this idea of, of perspective this doesn't necessarily have to mean if you're, you know, feeling suicidal. If you're, if you're looking at your own life and thinking, "Oh, this is awful. I'm just going to be miserable," and all look at everybody else's life, they're just amazing. It is possible for you to turn your life around, and, and get what you want in life. It might take you longer than you'd want it to do, but it is worth it in the end. And, um, I. Yeah, don't ever give up, because you can achieve and you can get to where you want to be. It's just sometimes it's so difficult, but you just keep going and eventually, suddenly you'll look around and go, I've made it. And you won't even know it, will sneak up on you. So I absolutely endorse hope and positivity at all times it can be really really hard to do so yeah. i know people think about fake it to make it and you go oh, why am i faking it in a way it's just keeping on moving and not stopping
0: but also because again your brain is good at persuading itself yeah, yeah so if you smile it's stupid if you smile for a certain amount of time Your brain knows that when you smile, it's because you're happy. So if you smile, your brain goes, we're smiling, that must mean we're happy. And it creates
1: uh,
0: happy happy hormones. I don't know if it's dopamine or endorphins or whatever. Ah. But it creates happy hormones. And it's like, oh well, if we're smiling, we have to be happy because smiling is when we're happy. So therefore, we're going to create stuff that make us happy. And it's like, but we weren't happy in the first place. You might have been miserable. Smile, and I swear to you, it's it's a it's a small amount of, of maybe let's gonna, let's say dopamine. It might not be dopamine, but even if even that small amount of dopamine is the first kick of feeling a tiny teeny tiny bit a bit better, and then you can go all right, I got this. You, you I mean talk to yourself in the mirror. You know you got this. Mm-hmm. You can do it cry don't 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 think that crying is big is a form of weakness crying is good for you and also creates endorphin and endorphin is what makes you feel all nice and floaty after you cried
1: also while we're talking about things like that dancing will make you happy i'm a for, uh, absolutely. Even if you're not oh, very cause it, good, because you're it,
0: sweating and everything. But it,
1: and, it's the movement, yeah. and you getting into the music, and it. I will, mean, if you can dance. Even if you can't dance. No, no, don't, dance don't. like nobody's watching. Some people. Some
0: people. Oh, you mean as in physically not dance? Oh, no. <laughs> what I mean okay. is, do something that you know will make you happy. I know that as a depressed person, it can be hard. Yeah. To find something that makes you happy, but there's always that one song that you really like music Music helps enormously enormously there was a study done on music the power of music on uh, old people that have uh, Alzheimer's and they would listen to songs that were very popular in their uh, young years when they were about late teenager uh, around 20 years old let's say or 18 or whatever and you would li- You would see them start to listen to music and their eyes just illuminate and they start, oh yeah, I was listening to this when I was that and we were dancing with my partner. And people, and like they did a study that was a certain amount of time and after a certain time, all people that had problems and, dis- and uh, not disease, but conditions, brain conditions that mean that they were nonverbal started talking again. At first it was maybe a word or something like that, or just humming to the song. And slowly, slowly, they started talking again. And just, or walking again. Not enormously, but doing a couple of steps. And it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's enormous. Music can help you so much. Or watch a movie that you know you like.
1: I'm just going to, when it comes to music, I'm absolute. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in really naff pop music, all right? And I mean this, there seems to be quite a lot nowadays, and you'll hear me complain about it a lot, yeah. of, of, of lots of very negative uh, song lyrics. Yes, Billie Eilish, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, Hello,
0: this, Billie.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I have issues with the endorsement and celebration of misery. Radiohead I'm looking at you as well. All right? I I can understand at times it's you know it you can dip into it just to I mean I I used to listen to Radiohead I listened to used to listen to OK Computer and that was what I would call my bounce back thing because I would listen to that and it's a really miserable album. Yeah. But I'd be listening to it and 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 my subconscious or whatever would go you know what Phil however miserable and low you are you're not as miserable as this mm-hmm. so we're not going to do this and I'm going to start cheering you up and so it would re- it would it would be my that's my baseline I yeah. find it, if if you imagine when you're feeling down you can just feel like you're falling and falling and falling and feeling like you'll never hit point where you'll bounce back up yeah. and i used to listen to okay computer and that would be the ground on which i would go that's it i'm not going any lower yeah. than this and i will bounce back up and it would cheer me up which sounds really silly i, th-
0: I think the, the thing but i've
1: stopped listening to it is what i'm saying i wouldn't then carry on and, and and wallow in my misery it would be a response saying you know what i'm gonna stick some prints on i'm gonna listen to something that's uh, that's upbeat and you know yeah and and I think I absolutely endorse listening to positive music and more positive, hopeful pop music. Yes. Um, so many songs nowadays have young people going, oh, I'm miserable, aren't I socially awkward, isn't life awful? No, but
0: I think, what, yeah, yeah, before you start uh, being annoying, I'm gonna, <laughs> because the, I don't like when... I, I can't, I'm so fed up of telling, hearing you... Yeah, I know, but I haven't done it on the podcast. ...whinge yet. about like, how... Oh, you young people and your music, you're so miserable, you're so blah blah blah, you can't be happy about anything, why is it... I just think
1: celebrating misery is a bad idea, (laughs) that's what I'm saying.
0: Right, okay. I think, uh, I don't know if it's every generation, but I think humans like to feel not alone. Yes. Humans like to feel... Like, they're not the only one thinking that way. I understand. So I think there's a good thing in those, quote-unquote, miserable songs that endorses being miserable. Because when you listen to those songs, apart from the part that those songs sometimes are bangers, and they're really, really cool, and I like them musically talk, musically yeah, speaking.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, blues has existed forever. What? Sa- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not and saying it shouldn't I'm exist at all. I'm saying is in-
0: I think it's good to feel like you're not alone and that, oh, I'm miserable and socially awkward. I'm miserable and socially awkward. Oh, that's cool. Okay, I feel less alone. And in a way, it makes you feel a bit better.
1: Yes, but I can see what you're saying. And yes, I mean, Morris, Morrissey and the Smiths and all that, yes, music like that has existed. But what I'm saying is putting a label on it and saying to yourself i am this i am socially awkward that is me i will forever be socially awkward that is who i am no it isn't absolutely no it isn't it is who you currently it is what you are currently able of doing but you can do better and you can get out of it and anybody who puts who deliberately wears the clothes of i'm going to be miserable i'm going to celebrate the fact that i'm socially awkward that is a very poor and bad and a mistake because it slows you down. It is no different than if you're depressed and you go, yep, yeah, I'm depressed and I'm miserable and I'm going to stay that way. It's It's that same thinking. What you need to be doing is this is only temporary. If you think that it's a permanent thing, then you've got problems. And the idea is, no, there is hope. I can get out of this and it's only yeah, uh, but it's that, only going for that a short time. In,
0: that doesn't come until later, though. No, I know, but listening Because when I was depressed, I was sure I was going to spend my entire life being depressed. I know exactly,
1: but you, but doing it that. It took me t- three
0: years, maybe even four, I want to say. And
1: I'm sure these things. But, but
0: it, you know, I mean, you've been depressed. You know it I takes do. a long time to bounce back. And for a long time, and most of your depression, you think that it's going to be your entire life.
1: Yes, and I'm saying the way out of it is to realise that it isn't.
0: Uh, that's the trick it's really hard to go there it's even when you tell a depressed person it's not forever they might say oh yeah no i know it's not forever but their brain is still strongly believing that it's forever yes i know it's just that i can understand that some people are miserable and going i'm going to be forever like that and as an Quote unquote ex depressed person because I don't really believe that depression ever goes away. But what I mean is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's always in the background. You just have to, you just learn how to live with it and to fight it.
1: I, I would say that that's more to do with the you, you're inclined to negative thoughts rather than yeah. being depressed. Yeah,
0: yeah, you, you are yes. more
1: more likely to get to a state of depression. Yeah. but it, it because of various factors. As in, well,
0: you just learn how to not listen to your brain yes your brain goes this is horrible go and vegetate on the cha- on the couch and watch stupid stuff and and uh, you know it's it's gonna ease the pain away because just uh, uh, distracting you, know, you with fun distra- stuff is a, is it yeah. distract yourself with fun stuff or stop thinking about it or stop thinking
1: yes period <laughs> that's a good idea because if,
0: if you stop thinking and you stop and you stop uh, then you stop having emotions and so you're empty and so you can't hurt. That's a very depressive way of thinking. But, I don't know where I was going. What I'm saying saying is, you need to be
1: wanting to, feeling is good.
0: When you get out of of depression, or at least when you get better, you get better at ignoring that little voice in your head that says, vegetate, stop feeling, to not be hurt. Yeah. You, you, you welcome the hurt because you know that Being hurt is a human emotion, just like being happy. And if you weren't a bit sad sometimes, you wouldn't appreciate as much when you're very, very happy. I'm not saying you're not going to appreciate it at all, but when you've been depressed, when you have something that finally is very good that happens, or just a little bit good, I mean, just sipping on a very nice brewed coffee in the morning can just make your entire day so much better because you remembered when that coffee would taste of tasted of nothing in the morning it was the same coffee the same way but you didn't you didn't feel it so sometimes it's just it just takes a long time to just st- stop listening to that voice and it it's te- just golem in the ring
1: yeah, yeah yeah and what it is is it does take effort and oh, yeah. effort is really hard it's
0: extremely hard
1: I'm not saying it's easy because it isn't but what you mustn't do is is despair. Is, is despair and wallow in or, or celebrate going yes I'm miserable isn't that great and being sarcastic about it and all that no 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 it, all those sorts. of well, yes. it, it
0: can help you. It, it can be a first stage of helping you to accept it. Being sarcastic about your depression can be one of the first, or being sad in general. I suppose acknowledging
1: in fact you've got it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, it can
0: yeah. be a first step. It's uh, you know, dark humor is very, in sarcasm is very common in people that are sad and depressed you know yes but it can be one of the first steps making fun of the fact that you're depressed can be one of the first steps of acknowledging that you're depressed and so going towards something that makes you yes be better now
1: if it's a first step i've got no problem with it as long as you take the others just sitting. it can take a long
0: time but you, you need to Keep going. Keep going. It's really hard, but you got this. The, you can do it.
1: There is so much culture nowadays. I mean, I'm not talking about music. I mean, dark, dark humor, and and all those sorts of. I mean, I, I don't dispute that. I'm sure a lot of young people aren't very happy, mm. and and yet yeah, you could argue they've got a lot to be miserable about. I would say we've always had lots to be miserable about. This is not a new thing. I would say the problem is the internet, and I'm bringing it up again, means that you can see all of the misery in the world once. I've talked about that before in previous shows. And so it makes it feel like Mm. it's everywhere and everything. And it's
0: easier to see miserable people. And so you go, oh, they're miserable. I'm miserable. We're all miserable in the end. So I'm entitled to feel miserable.
1: Yeah, exactly. Whereas it was exactly the same situation before, but we didn't communicate with each other Mm. about it. And in some respects, I think it was better not to communicate about it because it helped you as an individual go, you know what, I can do this. I'm going to be, and I'm going to beat it whereas communicating with a bunch of other miserable people is just going to bring you all down.
0: I uh, see, I don't... S-
1: Unless you're oh, all...
0: I have massive issues with that. I think it's not... I think before when we didn't communicate as much about like mental health or the fact yeah. that we were miserable, we were just dealing with it in another way because we didn't have any choice. Uh,
1: I would say that if you are all working together to help each other, that's great. Mm. I'm not talking about that. I mean, if you, it's essentially having you know uh, group therapy on a daily basis. As long as you are actually trying to do something together to support each other, yeah,
0: yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah.
1: What I'm referring to, that I think is not so good. It's is not
0: endorsing each other's depression.
1: Well, yeah. If you go around goodness. saying, "Oh yes, I'm miserable. I'm miserable. We're all miserable," and you communicate misery, and you all drag each other down. Yeah. The best way to stop being miserable is to not hang out with miserable people, if uh, or try and cheer each other up.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, though. I think i uh, when I was in my depression phase, I had quite a lot of friends around me that were also in a state of depression, different states of depression. But they Some weren't were helping you, other.
1: and they, you know, you might have helped we them. We were. Didn't were you?
0: We were. I think we were massively helping each other. Well, that's good. Because. There was some. I think we we would understand that we had good and bad days, and if if we were having a bad day and we were going, I'm miserable, and they go, Yeah, no, I'm not okay either. Do you want to talk about it? And we would talk to each other about the fact that we're miserable, and first of all, just talking about it to someone is a first step of feeling, well, that's out. That's of my chest a bit. Yes, I think that's already better.
1: There is a thing I keep saying, um, it's okay not to be okay. That seems to be a current buzz phrase. Yeah. Um, And it is is okay not to be okay. It
0: is massively okay to not be okay.
1: What they mean by that statement is don't be shy about talking about if you're feeling down. Yeah, it is okay to feel down. Obviously, it,
0: not everybody will have the you know. Don't tell to your colleague at the coffee machine. I'm not okay. I'm massively depressed. You know, because it might be very uncomfortable for them, and they might not know how to handle that. But there will always be someone somewhere to listen to you. And I mean, sometimes just saying it you realize stuff you talk to yourself quite a lot you know as in what i mean is it by saying stuff on the podcast or explaining to me stuff you will say stuff that are very applicable to yourself and you go Ooh, I'm talking to myself well, now. This, this show... It happens a lot. This show is... This entire show, yeah.
1: is, is talking therapy. But what, I'm,
0: what I was trying to say is when I was... Yeah, when I was with my friends and we would talk to each other... Yeah, first step, talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Feels a weight lifting You're already feeling a bit better.
1: As long as you know the other person is okay with it.
0: Yeah, hey, well, of course. I mean, there were days where we're like, I'm sorry, I can't talk about this. I can't listen to you right now because myself, I'm struggling. And what we would do is take care of each other. I was
1: going to say... As in, was, we would be oh, like,
0: do you want to watch a movie? And, uh, yeah, can we watch my favourite movie? Yeah, it's not my favourite movie, but if it cheers you up, let's go, let's do that for, for each that's other. That's really of thing. Nice. Like, let's watch our favourite movie. And yes, we maybe we're just pushing our problems to by two, an hour and a half or two hours. But at least it's starting to cheer you up to face those problems better. It gets you out or, of bed. Do you want me to make you a little coffee? Or it gets you out of bed exactly, as in we would be miserable at each other's place and like, do you want to come around and have a coffee? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it though. Okay, and so I would just go to theirs, or they would they wouldn't go to mine because I was living with my father, but. We would go somewhere in town or something and take a coffee and not even talk. Just have a coffee together. So, you know, we don't want to talk about it because today we can't. Yeah. But we can be together, have a coffee, and it already feels a bit better.
1: Can I also point out getting out of bed is absolutely fundamental if you're feeling very, very down. Taking
0: care of yourself. Have a shower. Yeah.
1: Getting out of bed and...
0: I passively struggled taking showers when I was depressed. I still struggle with taking care of myself in that way but um yeah just uh, having a shower can be such a big step in this in the life of someone that is depressed I, i'm
1: going to say something you but you, are can do wor- it. you are worth it
0: you are I, so worth it
1: this is the thing that the, the depressed mind says is that oh i'm not worth t- taking care of i'm just gonna sit here and be no absolutely you are worth the time and effort in looking after yourself, we all are, every single one of us, just by the fact that you exist, you are absolutely worthy of being looked after by either yourself and or other people. So don't reject that.
0: Yeah. And And if people are trying to help you... Let them. Let them. Oh, yes.
1: Which reminds me, you said earlier about uh, when you talk to somebody... Um, and 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 I said about make sure that they are happy to you know able to cope with it. On the flip side, if they say they are happy to hear it, definitely talk to them. Don't ever think that you are a burden on somebody else. If they say yes, it's fine. They're not going to lie to you because people, you know, it, it's it's fine.
0: But also, you can say no to someone. About hearing them problems. Oh yes. Because if you have yourself problems. Sometimes listening to other people problems. Can just make you feel even more miserable.
1: It can also So help. it's
0: okay to. It's it's consent again. Yes. You know. You can tell someone no. I can't deal with that right now. Because I myself have problems. and Or just you know. You don't even have to say you have problems. You just can say. I'm not able to cope with that right now. And. It might seem very rude to some people, it is not. Your mental health is important and you might not be the person that that person needs to talk to right now. As in, we were saying someone, talking to someone can help. Understand that not everyone can cope with your problems. Just listening to your problems because you don't know what they're facing. But also understand that you don't have to listen to everybody's problems you just need to find the right person that you can talk to yeah, yeah
1: sorry gonna no, that, that you can
0: talk to as in like you, you know
1: yeah sorry that you, you sorry. i
0: finished my sentence in a weird way
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know it's just uh, understand that you, you you know you can say yes or no to that kind of conversation, because it's a heavy conversation sometimes, Yeah. depending on what it is. But
1: I think we are, I think as a society, thanks to slogans such as it's okay not to be okay, we are getting to a point that the mental health is getting, you know, it's, it's heading towards the same, not quite the same, we're getting there, but it's it, the, the idea of physical health and mental health are on the same level. We're heading towards that thing. So people will look after their mental health and they will realise it's important, Um, I would hope that one day at school, and this is something that I always think was weird, but um, you used to do PE, right? Yeah. And that's physical education. And it's all about looking after your physical health. Yeah. And you'd do exercises and you'd play sports and things like that. They would look after... Yes, your mental health helps when you play sports, but still, they should be similar for mental health. We should be taught exercises... In mental health, particularly nowadays, young people struggle so much with their mental health because of various, you know, as we said, internet. Very
0: like positive affirmations.
1: Yeah, things like, like that. that. Just being able to stop the negative back talk, as as you know, as, as in that thought, that that thought in your head where you tell yourself in your head, "Oh, I'm rubbish." I mean, I'm f- forever putting myself down. I'm trying to be better at not doing that, um, but that sort of thing we should practice as an exercise as in the same way that people learn how to do press-ups and sit-ups we should do exercises in positive talk about ourselves and how we are valued and I just think that that would be a very nice thing that they should do in schools mm. so that you know future generations yeah. don't have the issues I mean, that it's, we've come it's, and
0: got. it's getting better I think I mean I know that when it, when I was in school there was this thing of or well, you can talk with the uh, social assistant or whatever. Uh, they called yeah. it social assistant. So it was like the, the psychologist of the high school kind of thing. You have a problem, you go and see her. She was never there, but you know, she, she's supposedly there. I'm, I'm what just, I mean is there, yeah. would, there would be sometimes uh, the teachers would be like, uh, you would have a, 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 a head teacher kind of thing. And they will be like, "Oh, if you have a problem, come and talk to me." And yes, they're not psychologists or anything, and they're not really trained in that kind of stuff. But it can be a first step to get you somewhere, kind of thing. Yes. And 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 it's I, just they, I, I, I always felt like if I have a if I was struggling, I could go to someone in my high school.
1: I yeah, I say that the only problem with that is that it is a very big and hard step to be able to, to go there. Yeah. And what they should do in schools is teach... It's
0: go to you, not um, ask you to come to them.
1: And I would say that they should teach mindfulness and CBT, as in cognitive behavioural therapy, as a standard practice. So that Mm. all kids coming out of schools know how to do CBT and know how to do mindfulness. And trust me on this, both those things will transform your life. It just changes... It, it, it doesn't change you as a person in the sense of you become somebody else, but it just makes you more aware yeah. of... I, oh, I can't put it into words. Trust me on this. It works. I um, before, Of
0: yourself and where you are and your surroundings. And,
1: and you, your coping mechanisms. And your
0: coping mechanisms. And,
1: and so if things are bad, you can... Instead of, sort of going into a spiral of descent, of descending into, you know, misery, you're response is a more thoughtful and considered one, and you go actually no these are the tr this is the truth and and all these neg- you never go into the spiral of negativity and then the mindfulness on the other hand makes you appreciate where you are now and what's going on now and if you're feeling down that's fine you move on and you get on to the next thought what else you know all the current sensations you are feeling so You've got two techniques that work together, and I think that schools should teach them. Yeah,
0: it's a less emotional and a more factual yeah, it just way happens. of seeing things. because your emotion, you. Your emotions tint your... Uh,
1: uh, perspective.
0: Yeah, perspective. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh, this is horrid, so therefore... I'm miserable, and yeah. because I'm miserable, this is never going to be better. And so, if everybody... and so if you just take the facts, yeah. what's the fact? This ha- this is happening, okay? And that makes me miserable. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You can be miserable about that. What is the fact, you know? Yeah. And then with just taking in consideration the fact, or if you apply that fact to anyone else but you, is it so bad? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. The point is, you acknowledge, it, acknowledge that fact, acknowledge your emotion, step away from it.
1: Yeah, and it's a bit more analytical. It's it's, it's a cognitive behavioral therapy. If it's it... really
0: hard. It's really everything that goes with mental health is really hard. We're not saying it's easy. Just step away from it. You know. No. Acknowledge it, and then bye. No. It's really hard. It, it takes, takes time pra- and it
1: takes time and practice practice. And if we were taught this from a young age It would
0: be easier. It
1: would be so much easier. Like anything, playing musical instrument or all the other things, maths, whatever, all these random things you are taught at school that you do from a very basic young age, so that by the time you're a teenager you've kind of got the hang of it. Something that mental like mental health for some reason is ignored. And I just think, you know, from... It's getting better, but yeah, still. Like, when you're a kid, you're taught how to run around and kick a ball and stuff, and then eventually you can play professional football, sort of thing. But if we were all taught the basics of of mental health all throughout our education, I think that would be a better thing. It would. And on that that bombshell, bombshell... Thank you very much for listening. That was...
0: Can I have a word? We
1: are on every podcast platform that we can possibly think of, but there may be others, so if there is, then do let us know. Uh, Also, you can leave a comment or... You know, feedback and reviews and what have and what have you on Facebook and Twitter at.
0: Can I have a reply?
1: Um, and yeah, so um, if you'd like to be a guest, do let us know because we'd love to have you on the show. Yep. Do share this podcast, this episode, and there are lots of other episodes. This is episode forty something. I've lost count. Um, and yeah, so do we want people to to listen to this, and we mm-hmm. want you on the show, and we'd love you to interact with some of the stuff that we come out with do correct us if we're wrong because i do like to be corrected yep um uh, so thank you very much for listening and bye, bye.